servants. Be obedient to them that are your masters. According to the flesh. With fear and trembling. And singleness of heart of your heart as under Christ. Not with eye service. As man pleasers. But as the servants of Christ. Doing the will of God from the heart. With good will. Doing service. As to the Lord. And not to man. Knowing that whatsoever good thing any man doeth. The same shall he receive of the Lord. Whether he be. Bond. Or free. Precious Lord we just. Thank you this morning. Thank you for everything that's been said. Thank you for the fellowship. Thank you for your presence being here. Thank you for your spirit being present as we study the word of God and hear the word of God. <clears throat> Father, give us, the, give us the virtue that we talked about this morning to, to be strong in the things of God and to go out into a sick and fallen world, Father God, and shine like lights. Father, thank you for everything in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 So, so part three. Have eight. I have eight. I I I, I thought I would get through through more of them, but you just get bogged down sometimes when you start talking about the things of God, and you want to let the Spirit lead you. Amen. So we was talking last week about evidence mm-hmm. of Christianity, and and I used the story that 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 before a prosecutor will even take a case, okay, he he looks at all the evidence. And he looks at the evidence and he and he looks at the evidence in light of the crime and, and, and he looks at the potential jury pool that he's gonna have to present this evidence to and he and he makes a determination whether or not he wants to go forward with the case or dismiss it. A lot of cases come before prosecutors that are that are the evidence is not enough evidence to move it forward. So it's dismissed. And I use the illustration of a Christian. And, 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 and this person is, is being charged with being a Christian. And the evidence has been presented to the prosecutor. This man is guilty of being a Christian. And the prosecutor look at the evidence. I want to look at the evidence today. Amen. Because we need to make sure we Christians. Amen. Because there are a whole lot of Christians out there evangelizing and preaching and talking about Jesus and then the evidence in their life don't support it. Paul wrote to the, to the Romans and this was last week and just in a review he says this about evidence. The first point Obedience. Paul says, Romans 8, 14, as many as are led by the Spirit of God. True Christian is led by the Spirit of God. Amen. True man of God, true woman of God is going to be led by the Spirit of God. What's that mean, Pastor? That means that, means that the Spirit of God is guiding their steps. 
A spirit of God is guiding their behaviors. The spirit of God is with them all the time. Another text says, be ye filled with spirit. That's a camp, because that's a command. That we are commanded to be filled with the spirit. I told you earlier this morning, I, I said it in class, you know, what's the, what's the, I forgot already, the fire station movie that comes on. The fire station Chicago Fire and, and, and Family Feud and, and, and Hallmark Channel and, and watching whatever. That's not preparing you. Amen. That's not preparing you for warfare. Okay? So when the adversity come and trouble come into your world and, and you have a soul full of Family Feud and Chicago Fire and L.A. Law and all the stuff that come on TV. You ain't got the battle. You ain't got no battle in you. You ain't got no fight in you. So, so, so obedience. Okay. Separation we talked about last week. I, I, I love talking about separation. Okay. Separation here in, in Ephesians. In Ephesians 5 and 8. Watch this verse. I, and I, I read all this last week. And this is what I always say. When you read it again and again and again, it just comes, comes to life. Anybody, anybody in here, think about this first. See if, you, see if it comes to life. Verse 8, Ephesians 5, 8. He says, for ye were sometimes darkness. But now you are light in the Lord. Amen. Walk as children of light. We've been talking about the commandments. I'm still preaching through the, the 10,000, the, the 1,050 commandments in the New Testament. Here's a command. You were sometimes darkness. What's that mean? Okay, you, you or I or us, we were all in darkness. That means there was a time we were living in darkness. That means we were not only living in darkness, but our lives, our lives didn't shine no light. Amen. Matter of fact, we, we were so much in darkness that we darkened others. Yeah. Think about that. I got a nephew. I got a nephew. I got a nephew. Honestly. He's 6'3". Six, six, he about, he about 275. All you do is work out and lift weights, eat chicken breast and broccoli. Every time you see him, he got a tank top on. It don't matter. He can be, he can be, he can be 10 below zero. He got a tank top on. Yeah, he buff. Know where he learned that from? His favorite uncle. I shake my head and I see him. I'll be like, oh, Lord, look at I made him. I created a monster. He loved me to death. Now you are light. I like that. Now you are light. Walk as children of light. Now you can't walk with, you can't walk as children of light. Hanging out with darkness. Alright? You, you, can, you can't walk in light and dark at the same time. Okay? There's a proverb saying you can't get salt water and fresh water out of the same tap. Okay? Can't. I talked about lost wife last week. Lost wife. Lost wife. She couldn't separate. 
God specifically came to her husband and her family and said, leave and don't turn back. Why did she turn back? Don't look back. She looked back. She looked back. Now, no, don't get too high up on your high horse because most of us would probably look back. Some of us wouldn't have left. Amen. Okay. Here, here's, here's Paul writing to the Corinthian church again. 2 Corinthians 6, 14, 6, 17. He says this, wherefore come out from among them and be ye separate, say the Lord. And touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. The word, the word of God is filled with verses on separation. Okay? And I told you last week, there's going to come a time. We're going to talk about that today again, and we're going to call it the day of reckoning. But there's going to come a time, and the Bible says in Matthew 25, 32, and he shall separate them one from another. As a shepherd divided his sheep from the goats. Okay? Separation. Evidence of, of evidence of Christianity. That's a hard one, ain't it? Ain't it hard to separate? It's hard to separate. You know, I get cards and letters, emails from my family, and they want me to join them in all kind of activities. I, I call it, you know, they want to invite me to come watch them drink. Hey, hey, brother Neil, Pastor Neil, Reverend Neil, brother, come watch us drink um, and tell stories. <laughs> hey, on my job, you know, on, on the job I, I'm at now, they always, they always send you out RSVPs. You know, we have a so-and-so's birthday. We have a, they always have it at the Mexican restaurants. I don't know why they always have it at the Mexican restaurants. I never go. I never go. I never go. I don't want, I don't want them not to have a good time. And, and I don't want to not have a good time. I don't have time to waste, you know. Uh, Columbus asked me yesterday, what do you find time to do all that you do? I, I don't have a lot of time to waste, you know. Amen. You see me at the gym. I got on dark glasses. You know, I got on big headphones. And I don't want nobody to bother me because I, 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 I'm not here to talk about the Cleveland Browns. I'm trying to get my workout in, okay? I ain't got time. And time is valuable, okay? Time is valuable to the people of God, okay? So, so when we talk about separating, talk about Lot's wife, I could go on and on about separating, but I want to I wanna get to some really good stuff today. Yeah, it's so good. We talked about serving God. I want to start off with the preachers. I want to start off with the preachers. How about that? How about I start off with the pastors and the deacons? I, I'll throw the deacons in here. And then, then, then if you're in leadership, if you're in leadership at this church or any church, you're listening online or whatever, you might pick this sermon up. If you're in leadership, are you a deacon, a deaconess, a trustee? Okay? You, you're considered leadership. How about that? So, so Isaiah 56, 9, if you, if you stay with me on this, if you, if you turn to Isaiah 56 and verse 9, you, you will understand this better, okay? Because Isaiah is given, Isaiah, God is given the prophet Isaiah, through the prophet Isaiah, the business. Now, I counted 15, 15 rebukes, 15 reproofs in, in these 
Four verses, 9 through 12. A lot of of times, preachers, they just preach preach at the people. And, 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 And the message, you know, just goes right over, right past them. Okay. But when we start talking about serving God, now this is the this is the third point of, of, of we talking about evidence of, of Christianity. Serving God. Okay. Serving God always means you get paid. See, we 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 think of serving as okay, I, if I'm a serve, I need something in return. God don't, God, God don't pay all his bills down here. Amen. Okay? So Isaiah, Isaiah the prophet. See, 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 now, 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 this is the prophet. Real one. True one. Isaiah, Isaiah by most, by most theologians, by most reports, will be considered the greatest prophet of all. Okay? Y'all remember him, right? I saw the Lord. That's Isaiah. I saw the Lord high and lifted up and his train filled the temple. Okay? And then he saw some other stuff in there. Shook his world. Shook his world. He's never the same when he's seen the Lord. Okay? So Isaiah now is, is speaking to the people. Watch what he says. Isaiah 56, 9. He says, all you beasts of the field. These are the God-hating folks. Let's just put it there. When you talk about the beasts of the field, we talking about, we talking about the God-hating folks. Who's the master of the fields? Satan is. These are Satan folks. See, God uses Satan folks. He, he'll use Satan folks to get us right. Let me say that again. God will use Satan folks to get us right. In, second, in, in, in 1 Corinthians 5, 5, there was a brother in the church. And he was doing all kinds of stuff. He was having a relationship with his, let me get it right, his father's wife. So one his mother, it was his father's wife. So it was his stepmother. I got that right. Everybody knew about it in the church. Everybody knew about it in the church. How often is this, how often is this part of the church that we've been... A part of. We know everybody's business. Somebody used to tell us in the prison, they used to say, ain't no secrets in the penitentiary. Because if you're doing something and the inmate find out, he gonna, everybody going to know. Okay? So, so this man was having a relationship with his father's wife in a church, in a church, and he was in leadership. And the church didn't do nothing. They said, it's all right. He give a lot. He's a powerful figure in the church. And Paul heard about it. See, Paul got his head cut off. You know what Paul said when he heard about it? You know what he said, Mary? He said, deliver such a one to Satan. Why, Paul? For the destruction of the flesh, not of the soul, not of the spirit. But of the flesh. About that. And they did. And then a couple chapters later in the, in the book of Corinthians, he was, he was, he had repented. 
And the church was having a problem receiving him back. And, God, and, the, and Paul said, receive him back. Okay? Then he started talking about the different types of repentance. There's a repentance of what? Unto sorrow. And then there's that repentance. Well, I got caught. I won't get caught again. So, so here in Isaiah 56, 9, he says, all you beasts of the field coming to devour. You all the beasts of the forest. Now, I, had, I was working with this thing. Wait a minute. You got the beasts of the field. You got the beasts of the forest. Basically, what he's saying, just with all you guys, it's open season. It's open season in the church. Is that not when we live in a time like that today? It's open season in the church. Anything goes. Anything goes. Why is this happening? You see? Remember last week I talked about the Bible? And, and somebody might hear this online or something. They said, well, God was talking to the people of Israel then. He wasn't talking to the church today. What was our first last week? All scripture. All scripture. All scripture meaning what? All scripture meaning all scripture. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instructions in righteousness. Why, Paul? That the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. How about that? Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> For all the folks who say, oh, that's, hey, he's talking to Israel. No, 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 no. All scripture. I'm an all scripture guy. Okay? I use the whole Bible to hit you upside the head with all you beasts of the field come to devour, yea, all you beasts in the forest. There's a complete overhaul of the church. I mean, the church is just being apostatized. Here's why they can do that. Start number one, all the 15 rebukes found in this lesson. His watchman, that'd be me. That'd be Deacon Jeremy. That'd be... Sylvia, Margaret, Jake, Ann, Claire, Cindy. Okay? We all watchmen. What good, you know, what good is a blind watchman? You know, and I was like, when I'd be at the prison, I'd be at the prison, we had like a little desk, and it was elevated, and, and we just sit there watching. Watching inmates up on top range. And, and, and the inmates would get tired of, you know, watching. But they'd be up to stuff. they always up to something. And they would look at me and say, Sergeant, what you looking at? I said, they don't hire blind men to do this. I had a, look, I had a smart mouth. I said, they don't hire blind folks to do this. You will never see a blind policeman. Okay? Sitting in the car with another policeman. His watchmen are blind. They don't see nothing. They don't see nothing. That like they don't see nothing. Okay. His watchmen are blind. Okay. Not only are they blind, they are ignorant. Y'all think I'm just talking, don't y'all? This is the scripture. His watchmen are blind. They don't see nothing. Or they act like they don't see nothing. Or some of them see what they want to see. Ain't that how it goes? They see what they want to see. 
I always say, you know, I, when I work with the union and, 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 and uh, the brothers would come to me and, man, this chick, I heard her, I heard, I heard everybody talking about her, hitting on her, saying stuff to her, and I said something to her, and, and she called, charged me with sexual harassment. I say, I say, listen, she don't like you. Okay? That's as simple as that. They're going to charge you with sexual harassment because they don't like you. They like the other guys hitting on them. You can't hit on her because she don't like you. His watchmen see what they want to see. They are ignorant. What do you mean ignorant? Ignorant of God. Ignorant of God. Ignorant of the of the righteousness of God, ignorant of the holiness of God, ignorant of the demands of God. Okay? I told Paula yesterday, I said, Paula, you got me up here with these women preachers. (laughs) They had collars on and stuff. And you know, and I, and, I, and I fight with these. I fight with this stuff. People want to know, and they just they just hit me up all the time. Reverend Neil, what do you what do you think about women preachers? A family full of them. Absolutely, it's not what I think about them. If it was up to me, I, I mean, I know there's some women out there that can light it up. Okay, they can light it up. Know the scripture inside and out. Run circles around most men. But that's not the issue. It's not the issue. It's not the issue of women can't preach. They can preach. It's the issue is that God said in his holy, righteous word that a woman, because we serve a God of order, should not, must not usurp the authority of a man. As simple as that. Well, y'all, I, you know, I know what I felt. Your feelings have to line up with the scriptures. Amen. You can feel what you want to feel. <laughs> Listen, you can feel what you want to feel. I can feel like I got a million dollars and walk into a Mercedes-Benz dealership and say, I got a million dollars, give me a Mercedes. They're going to say, show me the money. <laughs> That's how that works. Okay, so, so, so don't let your feelings... Don't let your feelings overrule the word of God because when you do that, you what the writer said here, you are ignorant. You are ignorant. And not only only are they blind, not only are they ignorant, they are, Mary, hold your ears. They are dumb dogs. Ain't nothing like a dumb dog. I'm, I'm, I'm really leaning on getting to my little little dog, a little dog that don't shed hair. I, I am. I am. I'm, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking hard about it. I think she would enjoy it. Okay? But, uh, but even if I bought a little one, I don't want no dumb one. Okay? I want me a barking dog. I want me a barking dog. And I'll be out there delivering pizzas. I'll be out there delivering pizzas. And some dog, as soon as I hit the steps, I mean, they lighting it up. I was like, that's a good dog. That's a good dog. One, they, they got to hold the door. They got to hold the door. Shit, this dog trying to get me. 
Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Preachers are dogs. Just not dumb dogs. Preachers are dogs. They need to be getting at folks. We don't get at nobody no more. Whatever. Well, well, if it makes you happy, love who you want to love. Love is love. As long as you're happy. No, no, no. No, no, no. That dog was trying to get at me. I, I'm, I'm lucky that one day I had on the, 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 the cargo pants, the Gore-Tex pants. He got out. That dog got out. Little tiny dog got my leg. I got my leg. I'm like, hey, he, he biting me. That's a good dog. That's a good dog. Listen, not only are they dumb dogs, they, they, they cannot bark. What's, good, what's the sense of having a dog that cannot bark? Seriously, I'm, uh, you know, I, you, you don't want to step over no dogs. The burglars step right over your dogs. Vaughn and them had a dog couldn't bark no more. They got old. I mean, that's a different thing. You got an old dog, dying dog, and he ain't barking to nothing. Just running in the walls, blind. <laughs> but you don't want no preacher like that. You, you know, and then it's time for Pastor Emeritus. You know, sit there, Pastor Emeritus. I see when, you know, when I get old like that and I can't bark, I'm going to sit there and be Pastor Emeritus. Okay? It's still a place I'm passed out. I used to get bark now. Michael Jordan is, a, is, Michael Jordan is, is NBA Emeritus. He ain't getting out there no more. But you, all you got to do is run his film. At one time, he was the baddest dude alive on the basketball court. So, so dumb dogs, they can't, they blind, they ignorant, they dumb, they cannot bark. Listen, I'm nothing worse than not bark, a non-barking dog. Sleeping. Sleeping. You know, you know some, some, some men of God like to sleep. Okay, let me tell you something. You ain't sleeping much doing this. All right? When you when you when you working on sermons and you you in charge of, and you over overseeing the souls of people you you can't be sleepy. I, I, I'm just here to tell you. Anybody might be listening and thinking I might want to be a pastor one day. Maybe God called me to pastor. You can't be sleepy. Okay, you can't be sleepy. Huh? Because even in, in the middle of your sleep, I, a lot of days I'm waking up three o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning, and I got thoughts going through my head. Okay? Many times Cindy changes sheets and, and the highlighter marker all over the bed because I just fell asleep with a highlighter in my hand. Okay? That's just the way it rolls. You just ain't, just ain't, if you like to sleep, if you like to sleep, think about it. You don't want your pastor sleeping all the time? 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock in the afternoon, he's still asleep. Lying down, not only sleeping, but lying down, lying down. Always want to relax. This ain't this ain't relaxing stuff. Okay. Loving the slumber. Yeah, they got all kind of stuff here. Sleeping, lying down, loving the slumber. Loving the slumber. You know what I mean? Lazy. And they are greedy dogs. Greedy dogs. Never can never have enough. 
See, 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 their preachers on this preacher's always looking for a bigger church. Always looking for another dollar. Always looking for, you know, uh, uh, how much you getting? Past your anniversary. It's my birthday. Them pastors will remind you of that stuff. Okay? Always got their hand out. They got the they got the taking part down pat. Giving ain't easy as taking. <laughs> y'all know that to be true, don't y'all? I know y'all do. See, it's easy to learn to be a taker. All of us in all of us in this room are surrounded by takers. Call them up. Hey, I need help with this moving this couch. Right, you know, the grass is getting long, and you know, your 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 father, he ain't moving like he used to. He can come over and, and cut the grass. I got some money for you. Then they on their way. Greedy dog never can have enough. And, and the shepherds that cannot understand. How about that? Cannot understand. No matter what God's speaking to them, how they hear it, they cannot understand. Why? Because it's all about them. What did Jesus say? What did Jesus say about serving? Jesus said, I didn't come to be served or to be ministered to. But to what? But to serve. But to minister. He's our, he's our example. He's our example in all things. They cannot understand that. They think it's safe y'all to get served. And they, and they all look to their own way. It's all about me. What can I get out of this? You, you know, you, we, we, we couldn't get preachers to come to the prison. They said, we can't get no preachers to come to the prison. You know, these kids, they, they need to see some black faces. They need to see some black preachers come in here. Pastor, you, uh, Chaplain Neal, you can't get no brothers to come in here and talk to these kids. The white folks come out there all day long. But see, sometimes you need to see somebody look like you. I said, well, let me tell you something. You want to get them out here? Tell them you give them a couple hundred dollars every time they come out here. And then you have a line of people trying to get out here, which is so sad, which is so sad. Okay. They won't answer the phone. I send them cards and letters and everything else, you know. No. But if I put a, a little check in there. Watch this. Watch this. And they, they all look their own way. Everyone for his game from his quarter. They get as much as they can. But this, this is the scripture. Now, I'm just trying to explain it to you. Verse 12. Watch Come ye, this is the preachers talking. These are the pastors talking, the people of God talking. Come ye, say thee, I will fetch wine, and we will fill ourselves with strong drink. How about that? Strong drink. And tomorrow shall be as today, and much more abundant. I'm I'm not gonna leave that alone. Y'all, I think y'all are wise enough in here to understand like that. They're not thinking about, they're not thinking about eternal things. It's right now. And, and they're going to fill themselves with strong drink. You know, I, I tell people all the time, ain't nothing like a drinking Christian. Listen, I have a real problem with that. Okay? I do. I do. Mick, Mick getting married. Mick getting married. Getting married Saturday. He called me a couple weeks ago. He said, hey, I want you to come to my reception and pray for me and my wife. 
I said, no, Nick, I, I don't really plan on coming to a reception. He know what I meant. He know what I meant. What's that? I went to one reception. I ain't going to mention no names, but the person is in here. And then they had alcohol at their at the reception. So I'm sitting at the table with guys that I respect and love to talk about the scriptures with, with beers in front of them. And it just threw me off. Yeah. <laughs> it threw me off. I'm like, I don't want to see no Christian with a cigarette in their mouth or a beer in their hand. You got to hide that stuff. <laughs> Telling us, I'm, I'm, listen. You know, Mick, and then Mick, Mick texts me back. He texts me back. You know what he said? Reverend Neil, it was a dry reception. It ain't like Jake's. I'm moving. <laughs> Mark, don't worry about Jake. We already got the light fixed. So, so if he gets mad at us, we already got the light fixed. <laughs> about it. Let's get away from that. Let's get let's get away from that. Let's let's talk about the day of reckoning. Amen. Anybody ever heard of the day of reckoning? Yes. You know, and, 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 and there must be a movie called the day of reckoning. Because when I when I Google stuff, I hear the day of reckoning, the movies come up. Um, the day of reckoning is the day of judgment. It's judgment day. Some people call it the day of doom. It ain't gonna be the day of doom for nobody in here. It ain't going to be the day of doom for nobody in here. Okay, I'm going to help you today. I'm going to help you today deal with judgment day. Okay. Some of you are the moment of truth. Okay. Turn with me. This is going to be it. Matthew 25. Now you got to stay with me. You got to stay with me. Damn. We, 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 we do Bible preaching here. Okay? Faith cometh how? About hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith don't come by me up here talking, talking about anything other than the scriptures. Okay? We may have a good time in here. I may tell a story, a funny story every once in a while, but we talking about the scriptures. Amen. Okay? Matthew 25, 14. I'm just going to roll through. I'm going to get to the day of reckoning. For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto him to them his goods. And one he gave five talents to another two, to another one, to every man according to his ability and straightway took his journey. How many know? In 1997, in 1997, if you would have had a thousand dollars and bought a fifty-five shares of Amazon stock, do you know how much that would be worth today? In 1997, if you would have bought fifty-five shares of Amazon stock, would it would come up to a thousand dollars? I think it was selling for thirty-seven dollars a share. Do you know how much it would be worth now? Over two million dollars. Okay, that's crazy, ain't it? That's crazy. So a talent, in, in, a, in a literal sense, a talent was that Jesus gave these people 
some money, some investment money to invest it, okay? And, 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 and one commentary said it would have been the equivalent of one talent, $2,000 in today's equivalent. So, so he left and went and took his journey. And then he that received five talents went and traded with the saying and made them other five talents. So he took his five talents and made ten. Got five more. Now he had ten. Let me tell you something. He put some work in. Oh, no, don't think that he just haphazardly, well, you know, the first person he's seen, here go five talents and make, you know, he studied and he invested and he put his time and research into that. He wanted to do the right thing with God's talent. Let me stop right here. Everybody in here, if you're saved, now, now if you're saved, you got a talent, okay? If you say you got a talent, now if you say, here's, I, don't know, I don't think I got a talent, well, you probably need to check your soul salvation. Because if you're saved, you got a talent. I ain't saying that, it's work saying that. Okay? I don't know what my talent is. That's a scary, that's a scary thought. You need to get on your knees when you leave here and ask God, what's my talent? Because I need to be using it, because when you come, I don't want to be caught not using it. Verse 17. And likewise, he didn't receive two talents. He also gained two others. So he got two. He didn't get his, he didn't get the five. I don't even know if he knew the other guy got five. He just knew he had two. And he took his two and he worked that two. He used that two. And he he worked it and he invested it wisely. And he watched his investments. He did all that he could do to make that talent double. Okay? Where did I stop? Verse 20. Let me read verse 20 again. And he that received. No, I'm way past it. I, I, I'm on 18. And, and he had, that had received one talent. I, I, I would like to believe most of us are one talent folks. Yeah, ain't no half talents. I'm, everybody got at least one. I just, I just, I'm a one talent guy. Okay. Some of you say, well, you, know, you, you know that word pretty good. You may. No, 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 no. I had one talent, and then I took some time in, some energy in, and some sacrifices in, and some long nights in, and some struggles in, and you got to deal with some hatred, you got to deal with some adversity and some animosity, and, and, and all that stuff is building that talent up. You got to deal with some rejection, okay? You got to deal with, with all that kind of stuff, because that talent, that talent, for that talent to grow, it's got to be maybe pressed, huh? But he had that had received one talent. Verse 18. He went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. Now that was the banking system of that day. They didn't have banks with him. You could take the check over right over here to what's the name of the Huntington Bank and say, hey, I got a talent, I got two thousand dollars, I'm gonna put it on a CD. Okay. And you ain't getting nothing on a CD. You get one percent, two percent on a CD. So he put it in a CD and 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 it did nothing. It did nothing. Hmm. Here's the day of reckoning. Verse 19. Now this ain't on the calendar. 
The day of reckoning ain't on the calendar. You ever, you ever have anybody working on jobs where I know Sylvia do probably Jake working at the fire station. They have, they just come in and audit and they come in and do a audit, make sure you're accredited. They check everything. Uh, they probably, I know they do it at Jeremy's job. And, and a lot of times the bosses are coming and say, Hey, next week on the fifth, the state board is coming. Make sure your area is clean. And the high go. Make sure your area is clean. Make sure the fire truck, make sure you put some armor on the tires and all that. That ain't how this works. The day of reckoning don't work like that. He just showing up. He just showing up, okay? So after a long time, the Lord of those service cometh. Sound like the ten virgins. And reckoneth with them. What's that mean? Reckoning with them. He want to know what you've been doing. With what I gave you. Okay. He want to say, well, well, pastor, I, I called you to preach and I gave you the, uh, the, the ability that you needed to pastor them few people. Okay. And you're showing up late. You're calling off. You're missing Bible study. You ain't coming to Sunday school. You're going on vacation. You got jack legs standing in the pulpit preaching because you tired and sleepy. <laughs> you go to some churches. You go to some churches. You don't know who the pastor is because almost every Sunday they got somebody different preaching. Listen. Listen. Listen, 2 Corinthians 5.10. I love this verse. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. Why, Paul? That everyone, what's that mean? Everyone mean what? No exception. Lost folks. Lost folks and saved folks. In the same way as that, y'all ain't nobody can question me because I'm up here by myself doing my thing. Lost folks, saved folks, everyone. This is a good, you know, this is a good one. To, this is a good one to talk to your unsaved loved ones about. Sometimes we go, I wonder, I don't, let me let, talk to them about the day of judgment. They, they hate you anyway. All right. Stop acting like they love you or care about you. Unsaved folks don't like saved folks. They act like they do. But in the, in the, in the, in the real world, as soon as you, they, they, they cool with you as long as you keep that to yourself. How about that? Let me change that. Maybe they like you a little bit. As long as you keep your Christianity to yourself. Don't be, don't be coming over here with that praying stuff and, and talking about Jesus. And I need to be saved and you need the blood and all that. They don't want to hear all that. No, you need to repent. Oh, they don't want to hear that. And, 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 and the church is full of it because nobody wants to talk about repenting anymore anyway. Like you can go to heaven without repenting. You cannot go to heaven without repenting Amen. of your sins. All right. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that everyone may receive the things Done in his body. According to that he have done. Whether it be. Good. 
or bad. How about that? That's the day of reckoning. That's the day of reckoning. He only asked me, what y'all, what, what y'all, talk, what y'all learn today in church? What the pastor preach about today? The day of reckoning. <laughs> you got to be a dog. This ain't for chumps. This ain't for chumps. And we don't save somebody. You're not saving nobody with no compromised message. Okay. I got a guy calls me up. Well, I'm ministering. I'm ministering to the LGTB community. They going to hell. That's how you minister to them. Okay. You don't minister to them. Somehow, but you know, you work your way through it. Now you just you just let's give it to them straight. Amen. Okay. Don't water it down. Well, you know, I minister to them. I have a Bible study for them every Sunday or every Sunday night. No, 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 no. No. They can burn you. Amen. They can burn you. Now you got a flag. Now what if I put a flag up there? One of them rainbow flags up here. <laughs> he telling me he he telling me he ministered to the LGBT community and he got a rainbow flag in his pulpit. Yeah, he ain't talking about the rainbow that, that God said he's gonna rain no more on us. <laughs> and after a long time, listen. After a long time. The Lord of those servants coming. Oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. It's a happy day. I want it to be a happy day for everybody in here. Oh, happy day. It's going to be a happy day. Somebody say, it's going to be a happy day. Okay? It's going to be a happy day. Okay? Blanche had her one talent. Hugged and loved all that bread to me every week. Fed all the kids out there. Mm-hmm. Amen. Oh, dragging them loads of bread and plastic bags. She get to heaven. She can meet one of them bad boys in heaven. One, they all going to hell. One of them bad boys gonna say, "You the bread lady, ain't you?" Yeah, yeah. Used to bring that. Used to bring that chat food out there. Yeah. After a long time, the Lord of those servants came and, and reckoned with them. Let's, come on, let's talk. I want let, who, the guy with the five. Come first. Come on, you with the five. I want to talk to you. I, I imagine he just came in there. He was like, I, you know, I'm cool. Okay? So he that had received five talents came and bought the other five talents and Lord. Thou deliverest unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained besides them five talents more. How about that? And, the, and, and his Lord said unto him, this is what we want to hear. Yes. And, and listen, and we ain't trying to hear God thinking about it. He's scratching his head. You don't want you present your case to God. You don't want him like, hmm. <laughs> No, you want him to be, you want him to be right on the spot. You don't want no hesitation. Hesitation ain't good. You're dealing with God. Somebody say he's a on-time God. Amen. And the Lord said unto him, Well done. Well done. Is God gonna say that to us? And he's gonna say, this is a good question. 
This is a great question. Is God going to say to you, if you leave here tonight, well done. Well done. And, and, and if you think, I don't know, well, hopefully God will give you a few more nights Amen. to get it together. Okay, go dig that talent up that you didn't bury and say, I'm going to put this thing to use. Because God has given me a space to repent. And the Lord said unto him, well done, thou good and faithful. How about that? Good and faithful. I want to hear them words. I want to hear them words. Well, you was faithful. All hell was breaking out in your life. You stayed faithful. Things weren't going your way. You stayed faithful. Trouble came your way. You stayed faithful. You was on your sick bed. You was dying. And on your last breath, you was faithful. Faithful. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou has been faithful over a few things. How about that? The man with the most talents, he called a few things. See, oh, I got 20,000 members. In God's economy, that's a few things. Amen. See, some people say, they are, they'll get on. As I pass, you, got them, you got them 15 members over there? I said, I got more than no had. <laughs> Okay. Look at the next one. And, he, and, he, and also he, he that had received two talents came and said, Lord, thou deliverest unto me two talents. Behold, I have gained two other talents besides them. And his Lord said unto him, well done, good and faithful servant. He, he, he took the thou off. He just called. He, he, he said good and faithful servant. Thou has been faithful. Over a few things. I will make thee ruler over. Many things. Enter. How about this? Enter thou into the joy. Of the Lord. Amen. That's beautiful. That ought, to, that, ought to, that ought to light your fire. Okay? That ought, you know, that, the, the song back in the day, I would, I would be remiss if I didn't get y'all a song back from the 60s and 70s. Okay? Come on, baby, light my fire. Try to set the world on fire! See? That's all we, what we be trying to do as Christians. We ought to be trying to set the world on fire. Christine be looking at me, this, this man is nuts. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Okay? Uh, then, oh, oh, here we go. Then he which received the one talent. Now these guys coming out of the room. Now I'm, I'm just going to put my sanctified imagination on. They, the five guy, talent guy, the two talent guy, they come out of the room. Yeah. In the joy of the Lord. Hell, hell, hell. I mean, they, they, they happy. This guy sitting there, you know, waiting his time for the interview. He see them boys coming out. Yeah, I made five out of my five. I made two out of my two. And he already know I ain't done nothing. <laughs> I ain't done nothing with my talent. His Lord said unto him, well done. Then he that received the one talent came and said, Lord, 
Now, you know the change of the conversation? He copping deuces. He, 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 he trying to get out of this mess. Because he knew he could have done something with it. Y'all can see he lying. Use your discernment. Use your, you can see he, he, he copping deuces. Watch. He said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art a hard man. He ain't no hard man. Reaping where thou hast not sown and gathering where thou hast not straw. And I was afraid. See, let me tell you something. He should have been afraid. It ain't nothing wrong with being afraid. Matter of fact, the Bible says, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. There ain't nothing wrong with being afraid. Okay? Hey, listen, anybody, anybody that steps behind this pulpit, and I'm afraid every Sunday, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. I, I, I work on this, and this is why I study and work so hard on the scripture because I'm afraid. I don't want to let the Lord down. I don't want to get up here and, and drop a drop a drop a nothing burger on y'all. I really do. I don't. I, I, I'm not ever gonna be up here. I'm not ever gonna be up here with a computer, scrolling and preaching. Amen. Get you something fresh, because I'm not giving it to you. I'm giving it to God first. And he's, I need to be fresh. God wants some fresh. He wants some fresh sermon. I don't want that. Well, you know, I remember the one preacher coming. He got his little folder, and he got seven sermons in there, and he just just, just preach them over and over. Let me tell you something. This, this brother had talent and he didn't use it. He had gifts and he didn't use it. And he may have used it, but he used it for the wrong thing. Okay? And in and, 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 and verse 24, he said, He who received one time come and said, Lord, I know thou art a hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown, and gathering where thou hast not straw. And I was afraid. And I went and hid that talent in the earth. And there thou hast that. Is thine. Huh? And his Lord answered said unto him. Thou wicked. And slothful. Servant. Slothful. Slothful. Could you imagine God calling you slothful? Think about that. You can't sit here and lie and say, well, I ain't, God, I ain't slothful. What are you talking about? You know, somebody on horizontally, somebody can call you that, and you can say, yeah, you ain't, who are you talking to? But God called you slothful. He called him a slothful servant. Think about that. He said, thou knewest. Can't say, well, I didn't know. God said you knew. Like Sarah, Sarah, Sarah laughing. God said, Abraham, you and Sarah, he wasn't talking to Sarah. She was in the other room. He is eavesdropping, ears all big. He said, he said, Abraham, this time next year, you and Sarah are going to have a baby. <laughs> Behind the curtain. And then he said, Sarah, come from behind. I heard you laughing. I wasn't laughing. You going to tell God you wasn't laughing. That don't make no sense. You going to tell God you wasn't laughing. Liar, liar. Thou wicked and slothful servant. 
Listen, I don't want nobody here to be wicked and slothful. Thou doest it that I reap where I sowed not and gather where I have not straw. Thou, 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 thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to the exchangers and then at my coming I should have received my own with usury interest. Take therefore the talent from him. How about that? Take his talent. And give it to him which have ten talents. And for every one that hath shall be given. And he shall have abundance. But from him that have not shall be taken away even that which he had. See, a lot of say folks don't have because they're not doing what God has told them to do. They ain't got nothing extra. They ain't got nothing extra. Because they ain't doing nothing extra. Use the talent that you have. God has given all of us talent. We can sit down and have a talent show. Not like we used to have in high school. Folks up there acting like the temptations and stuff. I'm a talent show. I want to know what my talent is. You ought to want to know based on the scriptures you ought to want to know. Because here's what happens to the person who had a talent and didn't use it. Verse 29. For everyone that have shall be given and he shall have abundance. But from him that have not shall be taken away even that which he have. Watch this now. And cast ye the unprofitable servant into outer darkness there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth what's my talent better find out I'm always around we study the word of God we have a talent discover day how about that they always do little funny stuff at these jobs anymore talent discover day how about if we have a talent discover day at the church okay <laughs> So Wednesday we come out here on Wednesday. What's your talent? I think I think I think I think it's I think that's that's reasonable. I think that's reasonable. As a pastor to ask the church, what's your talent? Okay. Hmm. Precious Lord. Take my hand. Precious Lord, take my hand. Precious Lord, give us give us strength. Give us courage. Give us witness. Make us dogs. Make us barking dogs. Take away the lazy spirit. Take away our desire to want to slumber. Give us, give us strength, Father God, to do the will of God. Give us strength, Father God, to do the impossible. Because we know we serve a God that can do anything but fail. Father, thank you for this day. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 amen.